The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And I'm in for Songezo. And starting off the show with mass shootings in the Western Cape. So a week after another five locals were shot uh, dead, five more persons were killed in Guguletu on Saturday. Now, these murders are part of a bigger pattern of mass homicides that the police department seems powerless, totally powerless to hold. So less than 20,000 operational police officers are expected to be operating in the Western Cape, well, by the end of 2023, hopefully, a province that's constantly um, underinvest in its police force. Now, with the police... Uh, to population ratio, which I highlighted earlier. Well, these are more closer numbers. That's one police officer to 874, uh, pol- you know, uh, pol- 874 residents. The Gugulet Police Service, Princict, is still among the least well-equipped police stations in the nation. This impli- implify, um, Im- implies that one police officer might be responsible for the security of, a pa- of about 1,000 residents. And it's a big question mark. The other day, just let's just shift slightly, moving away from the Western Cape, Haniju Police Station. I went to Haniju Police Station. I wanted to certify my documentation, and there was lot shedding, and they had candles. And I, it, it, it worried me for a second to say, this is a port of security where... There must be someone out there who can sponsor panels, who can sponsor some form of backup power uh, to the police station. Because if the police station is operating on candles stuck in a beer bottle, I think all is just gone a little bit pear-shaped. But anyway, coming back to our case in the Western Cape, I do have our guest, that's um, uh, Regan Allen, Western Cape MEC for Community Safety and uh, Police Oversight. Good evening and a warm welcome to The Viewpoint. Good evening. Thank you so much for bringing us into this extremely difficult conversation. But this is definitely a conversation that we must have. And I am encouraged by your opening remarks because you have hit the nail on the head. So thank you so much. So here we are. Shootings are rampant, literally rampant. I mean, where we have two Cape Town shootings, one outside an upmarket restaurant and... Uh, uh, just recently, a man was recently wounded in a shooting outside the Cape Town restaurant where, you know, a murder had previously occurred. And another incident, shots were fired at a private security vehicle and the shootings are rem- uh, 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 reminiscent of earlier times when bouncer battles surged in the city. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it, it continues. It goes on and on and mm-hmm. on. What is happening? It- if I'm able to provide further context based on your opening remarks, yes. I've publicly stated that I believe that in terms of the data that's at my disposal, we are potentially 20 years behind in the actual amount of SEPs offices that we require in our province. The current constitutional framework whereby the South African Police Service is under a national government, in a province we have what we call oversight, And oversight is in terms of our constitution. I maintain our oversight must lead to better service delivery on the ground. And we have consistently, in terms of the constitution, 
placed in front of national government our policing needs and priorities. And in our policing needs and priorities, we outline a number of needs and priorities to make sure that we can ultimately curb organized crime, we can curb gangsterism. We have seen that our policing needs and priorities are hardly taken into account, and that is why the Western Cape has consistently asked for SAPS's powers to be devolved to a provincial government where it is closer to the people and where policy is not made all the way in Pretoria that ultimately affects people in Gugletu or in Mitchell's Plain. So against that backdrop, we have seen that a clear pattern has emerged in terms of mass shootings that occurred here in the Western Cape. And we require, and it is critical, that SAP's intelligence and crime intelligence contributes towards making sure that we are able to curb these mass shootings. It is said that it is so meticulously um, planned and executed by these heartless criminals, and we are wanting to actually see that they are behind bars. But even by saying all of that, since January up until the end of March, the Western Cape saw a 14.1% reduction in murders. That was the biggest decrease in the entire country. And then from April up until June, we saw another 5.1% reduction in murders. But we will be the first people to say that we know we have a long way to go. And that two components, the two legs attached to, to safety and to crime is that, yes, there's a law enforcement component but also the work we are doing in terms of violence prevention, where in our province I serve as the lead for safety and I work closely with the Department of Social Development, the Department of Cultural Affairs and Sport, Education, to ensure that we are able to have programs and interventions that help so that our young people don't enter a life of gangsterism. But it's very clear that from a national point of view, we are aware of our national commissioner um, in parliament, the previous national commissioner in parliament, saying that SAPS does not have uh, the necessary resources to fulfill its mandate. That's why we are further saying devolve the South African Police Service, give provinces the executive power, and not just merely oversight. We need to do things differently because we are doing the same thing over and over. Um, and SAPS, sadly, uh, has been failing so, so many communities. Mm. And when you talk about 20 years behind, that's a lifetime. I mean, mm. do you foresee us bridging this gap anytime soon? And if so, how do we mitigate this problem? You ask a very difficult question. I think for many of those that are listening, they would be fully aware of media articles with regards to financial difficulties that our country is facing. There is a whole lot of discussions that is happening, not only at provincial level, but also at the national level with regards to further budget cuts. I would want to remind um, listeners again that in 2020, our national government uh, bailed out SAA to the tune of over 11 billion rand. That bailout was money that was taken during the midterm budget policy statement, and it was diverted to SAA, and it was taken from departments like the South African Police Service, like education, and even justice. So we have consistently seen 
uh, under-resourcing. We've consistently seen um, various units of detectives, uh, visible policing being underfunded. Um, so even though I would want to say that from a national point of view that we would see the funding um, actually be allocated to the South African Police Service, the reality is that our country at the national level has not been growing our economy effectively. Um, as such, it's very difficult um, to make those allocations considering all the other departments that we have as well. So I, I have hope always, um, considering that here the Western Cape, we are working closely with communities, with businesses. When you shared your story of, of the honeydew, Yes. Um, SAP station that you visited. I was so reminded that when we see certain gaps, um, I would even personally engage businesses, stakeholders in a particular precinct to make sure that there's enough volunteers at that particular station. That if there's help and, and assistance needed, you can contact um, certain individuals, certain businesses that would step in. And we've been going beyond and above um, in that regard because we are wanting a South African police service that is dedicated. And even though we are very hard at times to say that we are needing SAPs to do A, B, and C, whether it is in under-resourcing, whether it is in the planning, we know we have so many dedicated SAPs officers, so many committed SAPs officers, and when they are feeling under pressure or when they feel that they need to do the job of three or four or five people, um, it can demoralize um, the very good officers that we have as well. But I always have the hope um, in the sense that um, next year is going to be a vital um, election um, and, and residents should be fully aware um, that um, that vote will ultimately um, for, uh, take them into the next five years and it's going to be difficult decisions that voters will ultimately have to make. Mm. I think let's open up the lines. Um, our lines are opened. Uh, you can give us a call on 086-000-2032. That's 086-000-2032. Or you can send us a, uh, an SMS 41391 or otherwise send us a voice note on our WhatsApp line which is 0614104107. That's 0614104107. Um, I'm speaking to Western Cape MEC for Community Safety and Police um, Oversight. And we are unpacking the state that we are in. And for me, police is so important that it plays a pivotal role in the security of the country. And if that is fragmented or if that is neglected, we just open up a window that we don't want to think about at all. What is your take? What are your views? What have been your observations? Let's share these views and maybe you think you may have a solution. Let's have these conversations 0614104107. I highlighted for me um I have three points. A police for security is very very important for any nation to function fluidly. Health system is the second one. Education is the third one. And if we have become negligent of our security point. For me, it, it concerns me. And I think maybe we need to, to start, like you said, um, try and, and, and get corp uh, corporations, uh, you know, organizations that are running businesses, maybe lobby to say, listen, we are in trouble. Can we get some help? But on the other hand, it becomes a challenge. If you are going to bail out 
you highlighted SAA, 11 billion taking out from the coffers of the state of security, a portion from the state of security, to bail out an airline. I think then it says our judgment has become a little bit skewed. That's my view. It's not the view of everyone. I stand to be argued with. And um, your views out there, 0614-104-107. I, I know that I did ask about way forward. And I like the fact that you um, you highlighted, Rickon, that you know you you are very positive. I'm also a very positive person. Now, in this in this instance, how about recruiting? Do you think that there's a possibility of recruiting more policemen, knowing where we are and the situation that we have? We definitely need to uh, up our um, our intake. Uh, by up our intake, we essentially mean that the amount of trainees that enter into the service, that should actually be tripled, considering that is what we also refer to as natural attrition, essentially in plain terms, that if X amount of SAPS members are retiring, X amount, uh, X amount of SAPS members are leaving the service, uh, to enter into any other different stream um, or going to business, for example. That amount of SAPS members that leaves this, um, on the service, it can't be that you get 1,000 new members into the service, but then also 1,000 leave the service because then you are essentially not adding any members to the capacity constraints that we are ultimately all face. So it is about getting additional reservists as well. And what we have undertaken here in the Western Cape is to bolster law enforcement. We have placed 1,300 LEAP officers, and that is funding uh, from the Western Cape government that we have, uh, that we provide to the city of Cape Town in a payment transfer agreement. We work closely with the city of Cape Town because 13 of our hotspot areas, of our gang-ridden areas, is in the city of Cape Town, and we deploy 1,300 law enforcement officers, even though that is outside of our mandate, we have had to step in as a government. We also fund and capacitate and train neighborhood watchers. I always encourage our residents to form part of the neighborhood watchers. We have an accreditation process. We have where we provide training to them, and we currently have over 17,500 neighborhood watch members as well. They act as the eyes and ears on the ground feeding information to the South African Police Service or to law enforcement so that it can be quickly acted upon. And we need those community um, volunteers, community members that also play their role. But like you also indicated, business and civil society does have a big role to play in this regard because crime is indeed very complex. But if I can quote the exact mandate of the South African Police Service, one will understand why we are so upset or why we are so angry by the fact that SAPS has not received its due allocation in terms of the budget. Because the objective of the police service is ultimately to prevent, to combat, and to investigate crime. They need to maintain public order, to protect and secure the inhabitants of the republic and their property, and to uphold and enforce the law. Mm. Now, if we consider crime, we need to be proactive because the mandate says we need to prevent crime. Yeah. Also, combat. When we combat crime, there needs to be certain interventions that can ultimately unlock organized crime. 
it can make sure that those high flyers are behind bars, but also the investigations of crime, because we would never want any particular person to commit a crime, and then the investigation is never leading to a conviction because there's undercapacitation, there's under-resourcing. We would want our South African Police Service to be fully capacitated and not essentially be 20 years behind because I cannot stop being angry about the fact that many of the good SAPS officers are telling me they are overburdened, uh, they are needing to do the work of three or four people, and many of them are considering um, to leave the service as a result of of the under-resourcing that we have seen um, over a number of years. Mm. I just got a, a, a WhatsApp uh, note that says, Hi there. Uh, the recent shootings in Cape Town, if those responsible get caught, and that is a big if, they just go to Hotel Polesmore, and that is no deterrent. And that's from Tony. And he continues to say, uh, Saps uh, must pray to God, but still row the boat ashore. Prayer alone will not work. The Saps hierarchy needs to stay out of politics and corrupt activities and put shoulders on the wheel in a patriotic fashion. Stop political tricks. That's from uh, Mokupo. Oh, that's a different one from a different uh, person. Also, I think let's take a voice note. And let's hear what um, what are, what are the reactions out there. Hello, good evening, my dear lady. Uh, this is Franz from Toyando. I've been listening to your program. Very much happy. All I can say is that it is said that the devil find a work for an idle hand. All this killing and. Uh, unrest that we experience is due to the unemployed if all of us can have a job there's no one who's gonna have time to do all this uh, thing so the government must wake up and create jobs i thank you well that's a reaction there and and do you think that will work maybe unemployment can can really reduce what we're experiencing mm. in the police force right now thank you so much for playing that particular voice note if I'm able to quote um, the Premier of the Western Cape, Alan Windy, he often says that a job, employment, is one way to ensure that we reduce crime. Hence, the Western Cape Safety Plan looks at the whole-of-government approach. So we also have interventions in our priority areas. When I say priority areas, it is our gang-ridden areas. It is where employment um, is often scarce, and we are working across uh, economic development, social development, cultural affairs and sport, education. We are the one province here where we are continuing to see that we are able to retain our young people in school so that they are able to finish um, the secondary education and go on to tertiary education or work life. And we are consistently seeing that we are tracking between number one and number two in the country for retaining our learners. So we are doing consistent work in that regard. But it is that whole of government approach by making sure that there should ultimately be opportunities um, for young people, um, for any person that is wanting to actually work. And the one figure that stands out for me was the figure that was released in December last year. The... All the employment that was created in our country, there was 169,000 jobs created uh, for the period leading up to December last year. And out of that 169,000, 
there was 167,000 that was actually created here in the Western Cape. Mm. But we need the entire country to pull together um, so we can ultimately see that opportunities are, are, are unlocked. We're going to take a small break. Ethan, I see you. We'll come back to you um, after the short break as well as Lucky. I will take your note that you've sent through. Let's just take a, a small commercial break. We'll be back. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. You are on The Viewpoint. I'm in for Songezo. Ethan, good evening. Welcome to The Viewpoint. Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Yes, ma'am. I think we, we, we are backing at the wrong tree here. We have a lot of police that can cover everywhere. Let me tell you, if you go to the police station every day, there are a lot of police that send in documents, certifying documents. They should be out there. Let government hire admin clerks to come and do uh, this kind of work. There's a lot of police doing nothing there, sending documents and then uh, taking statements. Those, every, anyone can do that. But let me pack that. Ma'am, police are doing their best here. Mm-hmm. The problem here is Department of Justice. Our justice system is designed in such a way that it protects the criminals. They always worry about uh, whether the criminal's well-being uh, is okay. The criminals have eaten. The, 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 I mean, the prisoners have this and that. Have uh, uh, television. They eat everything. Everything is about the criminals, their well-being. So look now, they are going to release ten thousand back into the society. Those people, they say no, they committed maybe. Uh, minor crime for me it's not minor crime the police hunted those people down they caught them and then they put them to jail but the government of ANC is leading them back to the community they say prisoners are full why are they full it's because police are doing their best so I don't know what the criminals you know I mean the ANC owe these criminals I don't know because they all, everything is centered around protecting the criminals, if you can check. Mm. I think we've if, just... If, yeah. Yes. Yes, go ahead. If someone can come into your house now and then you shoot him, you'll go to, to, to jail. You'll go to court. That is how... You know what? Some of us, we are still those who are still left to vote for the ANC. But they are pushing us away. I don't know, ANC, when coming to crime, helpless. They're useless. I don't know, really. I, I, don't, I don't really know whether, wherever they are, they listen to the plight of South African people about crime. Yeah. It's like, you know, because it, for me, it's easy. It's very, very easy. Be hard on criminals. Simple as that. Because they know that even if you can go to jail, you you will come out. They will yeah. they will you know they will pardon you. Then you come out. Prison are full. I don't know really. I'm I'm I'm, I'm speechless. Thank you, Ethan. I think Thank I do you. get your point. I think as a society, we now need to put our heads together to try and 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 fix whatever that needs to be fixed. Because if we expect the the powers that be only to just uh, try and 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 harness this issue that we have, it's going to be a bit of a challenge. Chile Bean Pimville. Good evening. Welcome to the viewpoint. Hi, Peter. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Great show, great presenter. Thank great you. Journalist. Yes. Uh, my take on, on, on general crime in South Africa, we have to view it from two levels. 
the level of the community and the level of the police and the minister. Now, from the level of of the ordinary communities, we must um, introduce a spy system or spy. People spy on everybody who's not working but are driving luxurious cars, living in luxurious homes, or living a luxurious lifestyle. Those people we call the MPs, they must report, and the police must give reward to the, to the community and ordinary members. And they must start from, let's say, 100,000 uh, case. Uh, you give 100,000 for every information which has been prosecuted. And I think that will go a long way in reducing crime because we live with this criminal. And it's not about the ANC because I, I lived in apartheid years. The police, even in those days, you call them and say there's a shooting outside. They'll, they'll come after five days. But if you say you're picking up a wife, somebody's picking up a wife, ah, they'll come very quickly. And uh, uh, minor crimes like uh, drinking, uh, uh, drinking in the street or something like that. Some, some useless stuff. We must employ, I mean, the community must start spying on, on, on serious crimes, especially uh, the crimes that, that are inter-border are worse because uh, we need an Interpol to help our South African police to investigate these crimes which are huge and which are inter-border. Uh, so that we, uh, South Africans can learn from, for example, UK police, uh, Interport police, or US police. Thank you so much, uh, Chili Bean Pimville. I think that makes a lot of sense because also we are comparing oranges and oranges previously, now, uh, tomorrow, and we are just trying to figure out way forward as a country. And um, I think we are all in agreement that as a society, we now need to uh, play a big role in supporting our police to some degree. And of course, I'm talking to our guest this evening, Western Cape MEC of Community Safety and Police uh, Oversight. And just to unpack what has been happening in the Western Cape, and I think maybe I have to leave it at this point. Um, Regan Allen, Western Cape MEC of Community Safety and Police Oversight, thank you so much for joining us on The Viewpoint. And let's hope we somehow come up with a solution. The justice system totally needs to tighten up. But yeah, it is what it is, I suppose. But thank you so much for joining us on The Viewpoint. No problem, and thank you so much for the time. We will definitely consider our work here and working with correctional services, SAPs, because we are ultimately not wanting to play any form of politics. We are wanting to make sure that lives are saved. And I've taken note of the inputs of Ethan and of Chilibin. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you and have a pleasant evening. We're going to take a small break. And uh, when we get back, still to come on the show, uh, we are talking about uh, cancer. It is October month and it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Awareness month and uh, we'll be chatting to uh, Dr. Helene Hanekom, member of the Breast Imaging Society of South Africa.